Imagine for a moment eating one meal a day because you're needing to keep expenses low because you're starting your company. And imagine still showing up and then going on to create an incredible swimwear brand. That is exactly what Valerie Liang did. This conversation is a part of a mini-series here on She Leads a New Future about unstoppability and having crazy faith in your vision and purpose, even when, and especially when, you're facing those challenging bits. This fourth conversation in the mini-series is where Valerie, a Singaporean who five years ago left the corporate world to move to Bali, launch her clothing company and raise her family of pet snakes, has a candid chat, sharing some of the moments that stood out along the journey of establishing her company, Bum Diggity, which is a sustainable swimwear range. My intention with this unstoppable mini-series is to remind you of your capacity, your capacity to chase your big dreams, and your capacity to cause change. We kick off this conversation with Valerie sharing how her opinionated nature didn't fit into the corporate scene that she was in and how embracing that part of herself instead of trying to force into a box put herself onto a path that was more aligned. Let's kick off. Welcome to the She Leads a New Future podcast. I'm Kate Ruby Aroha, the founder of She Leads Live, Australasia's largest women's leadership empowerment event. As a senior trainer with 17 years experience, I've led government contracts creating national change and spent a decade leading advanced leadership experiences throughout New Zealand, Australia and Southeast Asia. I'm passionate about seeing women raise a bar and step into their potential because Regardless of who you are and where your life is currently at, we're each capable of so much. I believe that we each have leadership within us. And when we step into that and towards our dreams, the lid comes off what's possible. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you conversations to inspire you to step into your next level while reminding you that you're not alone in what you're currently going through. That voice of doubt in your head, we all have it. The only difference between holding yourself back or moving yourself forward is what you give your power to. With multiple episodes every week, not only will you get the tools and strategies to grow yourself and scale your big ideas, you'll be constantly reminded of your immense power to cause change. If you haven't already connected with me on Instagram, come on over and say hi at Kate Ruby Aroha. Okay, are you ready? Let's get into this conversation. But uh, I just realized that I, I was very opinionated and I had my way of doing things, which I felt worked and it did. Um, so uh, yeah, there were some disagreements with the owners because they had a uh, different idea of how they wanted their business to go. Yeah. So with that last straw, um, I was deciding to move out of Singapore, but I didn't know where I wanted to go yet. So I went backpacking in Europe for a month and then to Japan for a month and then to Thailand for a month. And then, yeah, I, I bought this book, um, 
the Buddha said by Osho at the airport and something just clicked. I was like, wait, I did mention I wanted to move to Bali years ago. And so I decided to pack my bags and came to Bali for a month. I was doing some research and I, I realized like, okay, I want to start this um, ethical fashion uh, brand and bikinis because it's very difficult to find um, swimwear in Asia. I mean, for the sizing, sizing wise and ethical fashion, you know, because many countries in Asia, in Asia, they actually import from China and that's not really quality products. It's all by factory made, right? So that, that was um, how I moved to Bali with this idea to start a business. I love that. And I love when you said about how you were in different jobs and you were sort of like feathers being ruffled because perhaps like a little bit opinionated. I love what you've sort of discovered for yourself is, yeah, it's because and that opinionatedness is actually a real strength. And I think it's easy to think that those parts of ourselves, they are like, oh shit, maybe I just need to fit into the box. Maybe I need to toe the line. Maybe I need to be told what I'm doing. And I just love that you've actually turned that around. I see that with my daughter. She is 19. And I remember seeing her when she was younger. And I was thinking, I didn't say it out loud, but I remember thinking to myself, I think you're going to be rather unemployable when you're older <laughs> because of how opinionated and strong-minded she is. And it's interesting because, you know, 18, she launched her first business and she's ultra successful. So those things, eh, that they, they're such strengths when we can see them as that. Awesome. So you started Bum Diggity when you got to Bali? Yes, actually. So for the first six months, I was doing a lot of research, you know, looking for tailors. It's not, it's not like in any other country where you can just Google places, <laughs> you know, yeah. addresses don't really pop up or if they do it, they're really big um, factory uh, tailoring places. They're still factories, you know, I wanted to, um, I wanted to look for tailors and manufacturers that were really supporting the local community so the tailors that i'm using now are actually working from their home so they have you know those cost um i mean cost it's like a little apartment where next door they have their own like sewing machine the materials and everything and they have their own um tailors that come into work for the day and they go back you know so i, I really like helping like the local started um bam diggity when i got here i did all this in the same at the same time i was also exploring bali so you know, bringing the savings from Singapore, coming here, <laughs> seeing my bank deplete. Of course, I didn't really have the knowledge of uh, how to run a business. In my head, it was like, okay, I'm going to start a business. So it took some time for me to kind of learn how to do it. Looking yeah. for manufacturers, the suppliers, and then, of course, getting cheated here and there. And, you know, finally, I think uh, after the first year was when I started my online store, which I also... YouTube everything on how to create um, website, like website building and management, as well as the graphics. I started everything on my own. Yeah, I love that. So you Googled how to start up your business and you Googled every step of the way and then just followed what you learned. I love it <laughs> yeah. so much. So are you happy to talk about some things that you've experienced in business, like some unexpected things that you're like, holy crap, how the heck am I going to get through this piece? One of the biggest challenges I faced when I started the business I didn't think or do the budgeting of how much it would cost to actually build a business mm -hmm. it came to a point where I had to decide to feed my dogs or myself it was bad it was really bad like I was eating one meal a day in, in the first second year being in Bali and but I was 
you know, like, uh, I don't want to go back to Singapore. This is something I started. I, I want to push through. There, there was a period of time of a couple of months where I was struggling with the food. Like I, I had adopted two dogs at the time. So it was like, oh, my dogs or me. And, and that, that's one of the biggest challenges, um, the budgeting. So, so really to, to plan five moves ahead mm. and, and, and really see what I need to spend on rather than like, you know, just, okay, I'm going to buy this material. I pay. And then this supplier, I pay. I, I didn't really know properly how to record everything down and plan properly. So th that was one of the biggest challenges because I didn't have anyone to guide me at the time. Yeah. And, um, another part is, um, so, you know, how the glamour of the online business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I have, online, I have an online business, you know, really nice Instagram, photo shoots, modeling, super fun. But no one told me the, the struggles that you, you, you have to face like on the back end, which is like sometimes the technical errors, um, yeah, mailing of orders. And then I get an order from the US and I, I see the shipping here in Bali. It, it costs me like 60 USD and the, the package is only maybe 500,000 um, rupiah, which is about like, I don't know, 30 USD. So, so those small things, that I had to learn as I go because I was making a loss at the start for sure, you know, um, not knowing how everything went. I was going to the post office to mail the orders, which was really expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so bit by bit, I had to learn, um, yeah, about the suppliers as well, where um, I was cheated a couple of times. Um, I got the materials to the tailors. I was so used to thinking I was in Singapore to pay upfront. And I just, my, my, uh, my stock, I mean, my materials and the tailoring, they went missing. Oh, wow. You know, changed the numbers. They even moved their tailor houses. And yeah, so, um, I, yeah, th those were the few things. I was really gullible at the start, you know. I, I came in thinking like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. It's going to be smooth sailing. Before I take you back to the episode, I want to remind you to come on over and connect with me on my new Instagram, at KateRubyAroha. While you're there, feel free to flick me a DM, say hi, and let me know what you're getting out of these episodes. I'll chat with you over there. So if you take yourself back to that moment where you're choosing, do I feed myself or my dogs for the day? There's like something that will have to get kind of galvanized within you. You know, those moments that you've been through so many of those moments in the last four years of bum diggity, whether it was, I'm going to eat a meal a day so that I can get through this part financially. And I'm not going to just give up on my dream and go back to whether it was like dealing with figuring out suppliers and stuff like that. It's like it massively grows resilience. Amazing. Well, thanks so much, Valerie, for coming and sharing some of your story with creating bum diggity and your shifts. Um, what's your pet snake's names? Okay, so all of them have uh, names starting with V. Oh, I love that. So there's um, Voodoo. Yes. Venus. Yes. Vanilla. Vala, as in Game of Thrones. Vala Mogulis. Vala. Uh, Boudini. Houdini, but with a V. Oh, I love escape. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Vasuki. And what kind of snakes are they? I have a ball python. I have two boas. I have a Burmese python. A blue viper. Wow. Yep. 
<laughs> so how does that work having a venomous snake as a pet just me to be really meticulous and careful about how i you know clean an enclosure and and really being careful I, it's 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 a yeah you get a bit of anxiety before you handle i mean kind of like you have to clean the enclosure about once every month so oh i put her out put her in another box and then i clean her enclosure and then i put her back in Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I always imagine that people had snakes and they weren't venomous, but I've never heard of someone having like a pet, a pet venomous snake. So how do you get her into the other enclosure? Uh, I have a snake cook. Right. Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. Have you put that up on your Instagram stories? Uh, when you clean out the enclosure, I'd just be fascinated. Not yet. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Where did, where did the love of snakes come from? They represent transformation, right? Yes. One part that I really, really love about snakes. That, that's the first thing, first and foremost. Like I love them because they transform, you know? They grow out of their skin and they shed. They do that once every month. Mm. You know, it's like a continuous thing. No matter how old they are, they, they keep doing that. Plus, they're so graceful and they're cute <laughs> to me. <laughs> they're so cool. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing. I super appreciate it. Um, and where can people find you, Valerie? At uneven collarbone in one word amazing and we'll link that below as well and where is the uh the bum diggity instagram handle at b-u-m underscore d-i-g-g-i-t-y amazing thank you so much thank you so much for coming in um sharing your experiences thank you kate